It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Magic round is happening. You can catch it all, of course, on SEN. Brandy, Vossi, Fletch, Sats, Gary Belcher, uh, Jimmy Smith, Gary Freeman, Brent Tate, plenty more up there for SEN and up there for NRL.com, of course, is Zach Bailey. Zach, how are you, mate? I'm well, Adam. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Um, pretending last you night sure didn't you, happen. You sure you're good? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, if... If you tell yourself it didn't happen, it didn't happen. So we just move on. It was horrible. Anyway, what was it like in the stadium? Is, is Adam Reynolds going to be knighted up there in Brisbane, given his quick effect that he's had on the Bronx? I think they're about to unveil a brand-new statue alongside King Wally out the front of Suncorp. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. They've got yeah. that great mural where everyone's kind of half disfigured in it, Gordon Tallis, with the, yeah. the biggest head. <laughs> Man, Adam Reynolds could end up there. Uh, Vonnie O'Keefe put it up on um, on social yeah. media this morning. But what was it like to uh, witness that live, the, the Brisbane um, performance last night? And are they very much a finals contender? Well, you know, I also reside on the Northern Beaches, Adam, and mm. I grew up on the hill watching Manly play. So uh, it was a tough night, although I am an unbiased journalist, uh, while at the ground covering the game. Um yeah, it was, it was incredible. The, the back page of the Courier Mail today says Magic Double Act, and it's in, obviously in reference to Selwyn Cobbo's performance with a hat-trick and, and Adam Reynolds. They were just simply sensational. And I actually caught up with Adam Reynolds straight after the game. And I said, mate, I said, things are, things are going well. Do you, did you expect them to be going this well? And he said, no, nah, probably not. And he said, you know, that's four straight. So he was the first, first one to remind me that they're absolutely flying at the moment. I put something out on Twitter a short time ago, and I said, because last night's, 38-0 win show more about where the Broncos are at or more about where Manly are at. And it's, I guess it's a good debate because the Broncos, they, they seem like they're flying. As I said, four straight, uh, the Knights, Titans, and the Bayern, and the Raiders in the next month. So they could be well entrenched in the top four, top six in a, in a month's time. But in terms of the atmosphere, I mean, despite the weather all throughout the day, cause it was raining, raining heavily all day, um, it basically cleared up an hour before the footy started at six o'clock and then... It didn't start raining until the second half of that Broncos game. So, yeah, Broncos fans, they were absolutely loving it. And, uh, yeah, Adam Reynolds, he's the king up here at the moment. The other side of the coin there with uh, with Manly, Zach. Tommy T, look, I think athletes and everyone's played with injuries, but calves, soft tissue injuries, you're out. You don't really try and play with them. But the knee, the cartilage sort of injuries, ankles, shoulders, everyone tries to think that you can soldier through. He clearly looks... Grade four out of five, lame to me. Uh, what's the uh, go there with him? Well, if you listen to the coach, Des Hasler, he said there's nothing wrong with Tommy. <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, I, it's clear that he was struggling last night. I, you know, sitting sideline, I was basically had a player cam on him. And, so, and sometimes he, he limps around and he's kind of, I guess he's a, an awkward kind of body and the way he's put together. He's an extreme athlete, but he always seems a little bit awkward the way he runs and, until he takes off. But, yeah, last night it was clear that he was being hampered by that injury. I spoke to a couple of people last night and they said, look, Origin's three weeks away and can you afford to pick Tommy Turbo 
and if he's only 70, 80%. So, I mean, that's a headache more so for the Blues rather than um, Manly at the moment. They've got a tough couple of weeks. They've got the Yields and the Storm in the next fortnight. So that, they need Tommy at his best. But as you said, if he's not 100%, they're probably better off resting him for another couple of weeks and getting him 100% because they need him in the back end of the year to turn things around. They've, they've had an interesting year. and Adam, I know, I know you as a Manly fan. So they've been, what, the Dogs, the Raiders, the Knights, the Titans and the Tigers. They're... 12th through 16th, respectively. So they're, they're only wins. Their five wins have come against the bottom five teams this year. So yep. um, they're far from the top four side that a lot of people expected them to be this year. Well, they were last year on the basis of beating those teams all all the time, but they couldn't beat another top four side. They're flat-track bullies, basically, and nothing's changed. If not, they've maybe regressed a little bit. I'm glad you, you twisted that back around to talk of Tommy missing Manly games because... I'm pig sick of people bringing up, oh, he might miss Origin. What Origin. about Manly? <laughs> Manly are paying him a million bucks a year. Um, today, mate, what's what's but the can they, can they? I mean, can, can they afford to? I mean, can they afford to? Like I said, they've got the heels in the storm. They're currently eighth. You don't want to go into that Origin period when you're missing the likes of Daly and Jake and maybe others um, without Tom, and you could slip well down the ladder, and then the back end of the year becomes really tough for them. No, um, I'd rest so, him. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting debate. Rest him now to get him out of origin. So he's right uh, for that origin period for Manly. Um, today, mate, this this game tonight uh, should be a beauty. They've yeah. got some good ones around it. But Penrith, Melbourne, wow, good bit of scheduling. Yeah, cracker of a game. Uh, the prelim uh, rematch from last year, obviously the Storm's still hurting from that. It's the Panthers' first game. Uh, they returned to Suncorp Stadium um, where they won the premiership, obviously, here last year. The big out is, obviously, no Ryan Pappenhausen for the Storm. He, he's massive for them and... I heard Joey Johns uh, last night say that he thinks it's a 12 to 14 point turnaround without Pappenhausen due to his support play, due due to his link play with Hughes and Munster around the ruck. So it will be interesting to see how they play through the middle. Um, The Panthers will be out um, without their coach, Ivan Cleary, who remains in Sydney again. He had a a a second bout of knee surgery, so he's had a knee infection the last couple of weeks. And look, it might, of course, he's not out in the field, but... Ivan Cleary has this really calming nature about him. And I, I dare say uh, they struggled without him there against the Eels last week, their first loss at home since, I think, you know, July 2019. So the Panthers, the good news for them, they're almost full strength. And I guess last week's loss to the Eels is a bit of a wake-up call. It's a loss that some people said they needed to have to get them in a gear. But I just hope this rain, it's raining right now as I look outside my hotel room. I'm heading to the stadium shortly. I just hope it clears up for tonight because... Uh, it should be an absolute crack of these two sides, even though Ryan Pappenhausen isn't playing. Um, yeah, the Storm against the Panthers is one of the great rivalries of the modern game. Uh, Zach, just one quick one before we move on to our talker, and I know you'd, you'd be a massive sports uh, gamer. The the Rabbitohs-Warriors game, by Adam Reynolds playing so well last night, does that heap even more pressure on South Sydney to, to beat the Warriors here? Probably, yeah. They um, The Rabbitohs needed, I guess, put a bit of a statement out there. They're, they're missing Cam Murray, who's a big out. Cody Walker is the player that everyone looks at because he's out without his partner in crime from last year. I, I just think the Bunnies, they are struggling and it's always going to go to their key player in, in Cody Walker. But in these wet conditions, the simple fact for the Bunnies is if they don't win the middle third, and I know it's a boring conversation, but if you look at all their wins this year, if they don't win that battle in the middle and Damien Cook doesn't shoot out from dummy half and get on the front foot and allow Cody Walker to play through the middle and, and link up with the, the, their back line, then there's no way that they'll put themselves in a position to win a game of footy. So um, 
I'm sure they would have watched on last night and seen what Adam Reynolds did. And Cody's probably thinking, geez, I, I wish I was playing alongside him today. But that's not the case. So, yeah, the Rabbitohs, they, they have to beat the Warriors today to make sure all these stories about Reynolds missing and how big of a, a stuff-up that that decision was to let him go, go away as soon as possible. Uh, Zach, we better let you go soon, mate. You've got to get there and organise the security detail um, <laughs> ahead of... Uh... Set up the chairs. Oh, mate, if... Um, if... I said it before, if that was an A-League game, they'd be sending in the SAS today after what happened to the credit. In all seriousness, is there anything that they they can do with the, the security there at Suncorp to make sure that uh, there's not a repeat of the chaos of last night? Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not too sure if there will be more security. It was obviously terrible scenes, and uh, we kind of saw what was going on from the sideline, but it was always hard. And then those videos, those awful videos, um, serviced on social media... Interestingly, it was a big online story last night, and it is today, but it's, it's, it's a buried story on page three of the Courier Mail today, and I'm surprised that it didn't get more of a coverage. And I, I dare say the Broncos played so well, and that's, that's why it's the back page story. You can imagine if the scoreline was the other way around, the headline could have easily been, you know, Brisbane brawled or something like that. So I, I guess they're lucky that, that Reynolds and Cobbo put on such a show. But, yeah, I, they might beef up security today. Just hope, you know, people pull their heads in and they, they don't carry on like that um, and ruin what is a great spectacle up here at Suncorp. Uh, and just quickly, uh, knowing that you're a lover, not a fighter, you, you wouldn't get involved in something like yeah. that. Nick Nick has a question for you, actually, before we let you go. Yeah, we're running our uh, our text uh, today. Zach, what is your nomination for the best sports video game? Well, I had a couple from when I was growing up. Um, the late, great Shane Warne, 99. I don't know if any yeah. of you guys played that, but that was yeah, right in my right up my alley. Yep, Shane Warne cricket, um, rugby league. Just the, I think there was the first game ever they they released back in. I think I got it for probably Christmas in '03. I used to Scott Donald was playing for Manly and he was just so fast that I literally just passed him the ball and ran around everyone. <laughs> so it was such a simple game. He was. So I probably loved it because it was a massive ego boost. But in terms of graphics and all that, it was probably not great. And there was an old NFL game. I can't get my head around it. But there was this special trick that you could do, and you'd literally just run at a bloke and you would uh, press, you know, L2 and X or whatever, and it would do a front slip over it. And as a young bloke, I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> all against reality. They were all against reality. And obviously, Gilly smoking sixes in shame one, uh, 99. So they're probably my nominations. Absolutely loved all three growing up. Terrific nominations they are as well. Zach Bailey from NRL.com. Thanks for your time, mate, and enjoy the rest of Magic Round. Thanks, gents.